rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse, and we're joined by another Jesse, Jesse Nelson, uh, content creator, Instagrammer, hilarious individual. Thank you for coming on the show, man. Uh, thanks so much for having me, guys. Uh, pleasure's all ours, man. <laughs> you, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? All right. So, um, yeah, so my name is Jesse Nelson. Uh, I have an Instagram account, which obviously caught these guys' eye and the eyes of uh, many others. Uh, where I basically uh, have a, a pocket pussy, and uh, I started a couple's Instagram account with it. How um, subtly you say that, like it just yeah, went like uh, I'm so sorry, a pussy that fits in your pocket, and uh, <laughs> I, I uh, kind of created a whole world and relationship and uh, couple's Instagram account with her, and it's uh, been doing a lot better than I would have ever thought. And uh, I think we're just gonna, you know, talk it up about that a bit. So most people have like an intimate relationship with their pocket pussies if they have one, I'm sure. But th- this one's very public as yeah, yeah, opposed yeah. to a private relationship. <laughs> well, I figured it, it had to be as tasteful as possible. Um, <laughs> one thing I'm, you know, you know, the sensitive world we live in right now, especially with uh, you censoring everything and everyone, I was like, how far could I go? with this account and, you know, piss the least amount of people off, uh, <laughs> ride it, that it's, line it's vulgar either way. It looks, you know, with, with the fact that it's a, a vagina and a, a realistic looking one at that. Um, <laughs> but you know, I wanted to make it tasteful and kind of, uh, you know, I don't even know if Instagram is the right, uh, right, uh, you know, area for this type of humor, but, uh, it was just the one I started with and the one that took off the best. So, you know, I've been trying to branch out into other YouTube and all that stuff, but this one just seems to be, working the best for me. And I've only had a few pictures banned, so I'm doing pretty good so far, I think. (laughs) Now what's the, what's the banning process? Is that just people report the picture because they find it, they find it offensive essentially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. And I think one thing that's frustrating is that, you know, there's all these, you go on YouTube and if you want to put an 18 plus video up there, somebody can go into, you know, YouTube and then they'll ask you for your age or whatever, but that doesn't seem to be an option for Instagram. And I think like if there was a, a way to, you know, uh, you know, censor things, but also allow people to enjoy some of the, you know, cause there's way worse things going out, you know, uh, oh, I've yeah. seen some legit porn on there. I've seen mm-hmm. some, I mean, I know that they do their best to get rid of it, but like sometimes people will just put like a cage in front of a porno. I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but they'll, they'll put like a, a cage or just something kind of blurry. You know exactly what's going on in the video, but oh. that seems to be enough for them to, to continue playing it without getting in trouble. Tricks the um, algorithm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the, the photos that have been deleted from me, I, I, I could see why maybe they would have got deleted. They weren't like 
they were only inappropriate because of how close I think they were to, uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, her, her name's uh, Vagnessa Beef Diaz. That's, uh, so <laughs> when I talk, when I talk, when, Diaz. yeah. So when I talk about her as a person, uh, which I will, uh, <laughs> cause that's, you know, it's, uh, you know, womanizing her. Uh, I think the idea is that it's, you know, it, it's not supposed to be offensive, but it, when it, when it is close up and we see her face uh it, it can you know make some people uncomfortable well that's just rude it feels like they're calling her ugly or something yeah yeah, yeah. i think i think we cover up more than we need to in north america as is i mean if this oh, yeah. account was a european based i think it would be a lot more accepted mm, yeah yeah i was gonna say yeah yeah have you gotten like is there any crazy messages you've gotten or anything like that like interactions where it's like somebody was like just like completely reacting like over the top with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like over the top in a negative. Uh, yeah, aspect. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. okay, so I had, a, and this is, a, it's, I wouldn't call this person a friend. It was somebody I, I knew through somebody. Um, I knew this person, and they were. I'm not gonna name names, but it was just something that is. Uh, this reminds okay, me. Name them. No, 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 no. I'm not naming. I'm not naming names. <laughs> this this dude in particular, though, I met him. He was uh, in the film industry. Uh, that's kind of my goal to get in the film industry. Basically, uh, this was just kind of like a little thing, a little step forward to me create some sort of content I could do from home. Uh, but eventually, that's that's my plan to to go bigger. But nice. with this 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 person in particular, he basically like lost it on me. He was telling me that it was super offensive. He was like, I, I can't believe you would even think about putting something up here like this. And you know, I thought he was like a fellow comedian type, you know, humorous type person that would have, you know. I shared similar interests and he was like reaming me out on this. And then his girlfriend even came online and was like, she was getting, she was reaming me out about this. And I was like, okay, it's, 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 hmm. it's a silly little parody. I was like, can you please tell me why you think it's offensive? Yeah. And he was like, if I have to explain to you why it's offensive, then you know, you got bigger problems than you think. I'm like, no, I just want to hear it because people who generally seem to hate on this stuff can't even give me a legit example. And guess what? He couldn't blocks and deletes me and then kind of goes away. <laughs> That's the solution. Um, other than other than that, like I don't know. I've just had some like sometimes you know when you're playing the you know the game of just kind of following people and getting them to follow you back. You you don't know who the person is behind the meme account or whatever it is. And I've had some younger people, I guess, that uh, had looked at it, and uh, some people, I mean, from maybe from the the deep south in America that uh, use slang terms like the the f word and. Not, oh, the, yeah. not the fuck f word. The the other one <laughs> uh, calling me me calling me gay and, and a homo and stuff like that. And I was trying to figure out like how that works out when I'm doing an account. Don't try it. <laughs> You're going to break your back if you try and follow that logic mm. with the bed yeah, backwards. Exactly. So, yeah. so, and it just, it just sounded like, you know, your social justice warrior type people basically yeah. trying to come, come at me with those things. So I, I, um, when I came up with the idea, I, one of the first things I thought of was, uh, there's going to be haters. There's going to be haters for everything. And right. I was like, this, this account is not going to be followed lightly. So I kind of had to have all the ammo there ready to go and just kind of, you know, once somebody was ready to explain to me uh, what it is that they thought was expensive, I or sorry, offensive, I, I feel like I have the, you know, the right information. Well, um, at least, at least you're offering them that, that olive branch of like, I'll hear you out. You oh, know, for sure. you can tell me like what I did wrong. Exactly. And I'm always up for a debate and, yeah. you know, and I will hear both sides of it. Um, but I mean, I think the biggest thing is like, I did not make this account to offend anybody. And what I think is interesting is I bet you, if you put yourself, if you, if you did the same account with a girl 
and she did it with a dildo, it would be much more accepted. So I don't understand. You <laughs> know, I think it would be hilarious. And, yeah, and, I think and, there's a know, market you just opened up I, right there. And I encourage a girl to do that. And you know, let's 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 make this thing happen because uh, <laughs> eventually I plan on bringing more sex toys into the mix. That sounds like a double date ready to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, I've had some people reach out like that, and they're like, I have this uh, this. This girl I talked to uh, in Australia, and she's like, she's like, what if I've had my vibrator on the table and we sit there and eat dinner together, and we'll do it like face to face on a live stream? I'm like, let's do it. Let's. let's That's hilarious. It. That would it's be great. Easy, it's not easy to find people that want to play around with this idea yet, but uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I feel like I may be opening doors for people to be like, oh hey, maybe it is okay <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. to have a more, more, more of a fa- friendly relationship with your, you know, your sex bot or your sex toy or whatever it is. <laughs> was that your, was that your intention going into this or like? Uh, okay, so I mean, if we if we want to go go all the way to the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, talk about like how the idea origin story. From. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this goes back. Uh, so almost just over like, a year ago. It was ago. a weird Christmas when I opened that box. Uh, uh, sort oh, of. Bur- Jesus! Bur- birthday, actually. So, <laughs> oh God! What? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it was my birthday and thirtieth, uh, thirtieth birthday. Um, and, uh, for this. so my friends, my friends bought me something. They wouldn't tell me what it was. They're like, it's on the way it's in the mail. And, uh, it took a, a couple months to get it. They finally gave it to me and it was beef in this box. <laughs> I, I didn't have the name for it at the time, but it Latino <laughs> pocket pussy, uh, made by doc Johnson. Uh, and, um, I was like, oh, cool. Thanks guys. Uh, the joke there was that I hadn't had a girlfriend in a while. So they were like, let, it, let us oh, help you with this. Burn. Bunch of savages. Oh, your Jesus, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, so I was like, huh, let's see how far I can take this joke uh, of me not having <laughs> oh, a girlfriend. God. And so I, I messaged my brother and I said, um, my brother's like one of those guys who'll talk me down from the ledge. You know what I mean? Uh, but also generally if I uh, give him an idea, he'll, He'll put it in a different perspective and kind of make it a little bit, you know, better. But if, if I have a terrible idea, he'll let me know. Uh, okay. So I was like, what do you think if I started a couple's Instagram account with this pocket pussy? Excuse me. And he's like, uh, huh, I kind of want to see where that goes. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay. I was like, let me see what I can do. And, um, you know, I had my doubts or whatever. And then what happened is I ended up getting invited to Mexico for um, this this wedding trip, and I was like, "Huh, she's Latina. I'm going to Mexico. Why don't I start the story there?" So <laughs> I'm in, I'm in, I'm in sign. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's all it all stars aligned like crazy for this idea. Um, you know, I, I kept having my doubts. I started pitching it to people. I was working at the restaurant. I would like sit there and I'd go to a table. I'd be like, "I'm thinking about starting this Instagram account with," uh, and I would just I just kind of share it with people because I think it's important. You know, pitch your ideas. And stuff like that without <laughs> I wish I could just be like a fucking uh, uh, fly on the wall for those <laughs> yeah. conversations. So yeah. guys, I'm thinking about starting you know, a joint account with a <laughs> yeah, pocket yeah, yeah. pussy. What do you guys yeah. think? Like, I think, I think I, anybody would I'm be still crazy waiting to on my drink, sir. I just wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we get a new server here? Uh, I, think I think he's hitting on me. Uh, I'm not sure. My kid's chicken nuggets still haven't come out. I don't yeah. know if they need to hear yeah. this. Yeah, I just, I just saw your kid on Instagram. Follow this account. Uh, <laughs> take his phone from him. Uh, so, so yeah. Basically, I, I was pitching the idea and like the more people I told, so like a lot of people have made them cringe, but a lot of people were like, oh, that sounds funny. Like I, I've never seen that. You know, I'm really big on originality and it's just harder to do that every day these days. So, um, so yeah, so I came up with that idea, Went, go on this wedding resort. 
you know, wedding uh, situation. Uh, there's about 30 people there and most of them I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And I started to warm up to these people. We had a great time. Um, and then I brought up the idea like halfway through the trip and I'm like, Hey guys, I want you to meet somebody. And I like brought her out like as if it was like a girlfriend I had like hiding in my room the whole time or something like that. And I was like, I tell all these people and they were all like, that's freaking hilarious. Like absolutely, like absolutely do that. So then one of my friends who I know is really good with the camera, we start, we're on the beach, we're hanging out and uh, he takes like a bunch of photos um, that were as if you were to, you know how on the beaches uh, when you're in Mexico, always people are always trying to sell stuff. Yeah. If you guys have been to Mexico. Um, uh, so there, there'll be people with cameras and they'll be like, we'll take like beautiful engagement photos or whatever. So I wanted that. So I wanted our first photos to be as if we were already in love. We just met at this resort. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I have this, the, you know, the idea that she worked at that resort and that's how we met. Um, and basically after that, we, when we took those photos, I took her back to Vancouver with me and then we started a couple's Instagram together. And that was kind of the, the beginning of, uh, Beef and Kurt, and the and and the, the the name kind of fell together actually pretty easily, but it's basically a play on words because it's uh I named I named nicknamed her Beef, and then my name's Kurt, and we're in love, and it's also Beef Curtain, yeah, Curtain Love. So, love. <laughs> so when I first came up with it, I think I think I was kind of like Beef Curtain. I want that in there, or I was like kind of like I need some sort of foul word for. For vagina, but that'll be the most like inappropriate <laughs> thing about it. And then when I was putting it together, I'm like beef, and then I'll change my name to Kurt, and we're in love. And I'm like, oh, cool, Bam. <laughs> that works. And and the name change actually happened because I was working um, at one of my jobs that I'm not going to tell you where. Uh, but but basically, I went to HR and <laughs> and I told them the idea because I, I trusted this girl. I was like, hey, I have this idea. Uh, I think you like my sense of humor and. I was just wondering, like, would I get in trouble if I use my real name? And then she was like, yeah, I think you would. Uh, she's like, that's really funny, but I think you should change your name. So I was like, there it is. And then kind of just fell together at that point. Wow. <laughs> that, was the begin- that was the beginning. And again, even after I had that idea, I kind of hesitated for about a month to start putting pictures up. But I just put them up one night and just saw how it worked. And it, it started growing pretty quick. So. Yeah, I mean, you caught our attention. It's it's hard to pass by an Instagram photo of a guy running on the beach or filling a <laughs> pocket pussy with sand. Dude, yeah. It's so hilarious. I mean, we followed you probably. I mean, it must have been a year ago or something. And I remember looking. Well, back. the accounts the accounts actually only eight months old. So oh, it was eight months. Say, okay, so yeah. I was gonna say, dude, it must have been when you were pretty new because I remember okay. a long time ago, well before. Jesse had made contact with you. Yeah, first yeah, yeah. contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I had looked at this and I was like, dude, this guy's got an idea here. Yeah. Like, I just remember being like, this is fucking ridiculousness and it's fucking beauty. Like, I just couldn't believe. Like, I was like, so original. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had an idea that was ridiculous of like um food out of place. Or like I was like deciding between like food out of place or like chicken wings out of place because I kept fucking finding chicken wings in random spots. I remember you told me about that. Dude, I would be in like fucking a store and there would be like a chicken wing half eaten on a shelf. And I'd be like, (laughs) what the fuck is this? Like I should start a fucking Instagram. And like I see this and I'm like, I can't when there's like something like this. (laughs) Like this is just so a whole new level like right here. Different markets, yeah. <laughs> different markets, yeah. I mean, but it's hard. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. I mean, I, I, I did. I haven't seen anything like it exactly yet. I've seen like I've heard of people dating like. So, like one of the things is like as this idea was getting you know more more interesting and you know there was more detail involved, um, and I was creating a bigger world. I I realized like 
that it, it was basically a parody account uh, for people that date things that are not humans. Um, and that's the thing. There's documentaries out there of people who have oh. given up on love with real people. And mm-hmm. they date digital people. They date... You know, Landmarks. Sex, yeah, sex toys. The Paris um, uh, fucking Eiffel Tower somebody was married to and oh, had sexual cool. relations. <laughs> well, I want to see how that went down. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think they're divorced. It's going to be a tough relationship when so many other people are seeing it. You know? yeah, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. Constant, you gotta, constant cheating, constant mistrust. You got to have your ego under wraps, you know? Yeah. Um, so when I, when I came up with that, I'm like, okay, well then that's what that is. It, it, it is a parody account. One, one of the things too is, uh, have you seen that show on Netflix with Chris Lilly? It's called, um, I'll have to look it what's, up. What's uh, the, yeah. What's it about? Um, it's, it's basically, it's a show where he plays a bunch of different characters. It's a new Netflix show um, with Chris Lilly and there's uh, a character. Lunatics. Where he, Lunatics, that's the one. Okay, so uh, this was uh, this came out after I'd already come up with the idea, but uh, he basically plays a character that dates a cash register, and he calls it an objectophilia. So he's an objectophile. So okay. he's married, but he constantly cheats with objects, and he's he's discussing that he, <laughs> he's discussing that he dated a fridge at one point, and then all these different like items that he's dated, but that his um his cash register was one of his, and he names her Karen. Um, <laughs> And I kind of was like, oh, that's, that's funny because that's kind of what I'm doing. But then I, I also was thinking like I didn't want to objectify women in general by having this account. And I was waiting for that one to come at me. It, it has a little bit from certain people. I would but, assume um, that's where a lot of it was kind of angled. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was like, well, but I'm not doing that. Really, if anything, I'm womifying an object. I'm turning something that is, is not a human yeah. being and I'm making them into one. And yeah. that, that was kind of the, the idea there is that Kurt – imagines her as a real life human mm-hmm. and that's I, that, I think that's important to know like when I'm holding her or touching her in certain areas it's like I'm holding her hand or you know I'm I'm kissing her cheek because like to, to, to Kurt it's a full life person yeah. so that that was kind of like how to get out of that you know conversation in that way because I'm I'm not in fact I'm making it more than it is and I'm creating mm-hmm. this human being and I'm also treating her with insane respect I mean some of the mess <laughs> one of the some of the big messages I get are like you know, it's just crazy that you treat, you know, Vaginessa better than most guys treat their girlfriends. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's sad, but thank you. Yeah. Vaginessa yeah. on the pedestal. Nice. Yeah, exactly. And so like that, that was another thing. I'm like, if I just went around doing vulgar shit with it and like slapping it around and like, you know, getting it all wet and shit. <laughs> I knew that it was, people are just going to be like, this is super immature. This is gross. This is, you know, that. So like, I wanted to prolong any sexual activity or anything like that until, you know, it started to get some growth, but you know, I constantly get people, you know, obviously people turn to the inappropriate side of it and they go like, they look at a fucker. Oh dude. Well, there's, there's always going to be that. I mean, the greats deal with that. I mean, we were talking with somebody else about how Dave Chappelle's reaction to his new standup has been like outrageous people like saying it should be canceled and taken off. No way, man. I love that. I love that. Can't I only watched everybody, dude. I only, I only watched uh, half of that stand up, but uh, I watched it on the plane. I loved it. Oh, man. What I saw so far. Because, like, this, this, and he's killing it right now. This is his fifth, I think his dude, fifth Netflix special. After he's had, being yeah. gone, like, after yeah. his sour deal with Comedy Central. I mean, yeah. it's, he's, he's fucking a killer, dude. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, always yeah. going to be until he's fucking gone. I think I, I love the most is that people were trying to get apologies from him after his first one with some of Good his luck. jokes. And then he just came back and fired even harder. And I think, <laughs> and I, I think one of the things that frustrates me, um, you know, as you know, like I, 
I'm, you know, I'm practicing becoming a, a comedian myself right now. Um, I've done about four shows so far. I'm like super fresh, but um, oh, nice. I'm trying, I'm trying nice. to entertain the idea of it. Um, I, after I, you know, I started this account, my creative juices have been flowing like crazy. And I was like, man, I, I can write some jokes and go on stage, but I wanted to do it as Jesse and not as Kurt. You know, that's, that's, that's a different thing. That's a project. I think of uh, Beef Kurt as like one long running joke. You know, we yeah. haven't even got to the punchline at the end. Something crazy will happen. But like, I, 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 I came up with the idea that it would basically end eventually that, you know, even this love that Kurt created, you know, could eventually be too good to be true. Oh, oh my eye! My trousers fell down again. really hurt. Oh, good God. Jamie! 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 I am on the edge of my seat. I just love meeting up with random people and having a good duck. Stop that. A whole room dedicated to Nigel Farage. Oh, wow. Such a big fan of his. Bam! <laughs> Out of nowhere! <laughs> a meal to break our fast. Hang on. Did you say two for one? Uh, no, no, I gotcha. I completely understand. I'm trying to see the bad points, but I, I just can't think of any. I do want water. Ah! This is starting to get really embarrassing, to be honest. The Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, and most half-decent podcatchers. Who writes this crap? Here at American Slacker, we have proudly partnered with Seat Giant, which is a website that allows you to get tickets to events for a fraction of the price of retail. Yeah, easy to use, easy to find. SeatGiant.com. Use the code SLACKER at checkout. And uh, yeah, you'll save a little bit of your change. Local events, national uh, tours, they got everything. Make sure to go over to SeatGiant.com, type in that code SLACKER, and save yourself some money. Get that change back in your pocket. I was going to say, I, I see some like some twists down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe another woman in yeah, the picture, yeah, possibly. Yeah. And like, there's a love triangle, maybe. Yeah. I think the fun of it is that anyone can play along. Like I take, I take a lot of ideas from people. So, you know, it, it makes other people creative. So some people will go, you know, that's disgusting. That's wrong. Or some people go, yeah, but what if her ex-boyfriend's a dildo? Or, you know, or, or what if her parents, one of them's a sex yeah, one of them's idea. a human, you know what I mean? Like when are you going to, when are you going to meet the parents? Like what, uh, this, oh. there's, there's all these ideas. Um, and I am actually going to uh, Mexico in December. So I was thinking I could, you know, have her return home and, and, you know, you know <laughs> meet <definitely>, the parents. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe uh, again, it, it's just tough getting people in, into these uh, videos. A lot of people give too many shits. I was just going to say like, it's, it's like silly about that, man. Like I feel like what you're doing is stretching like the boundaries for comedy in a way. Yeah. Like, I know it's like, you know, you're not like fucking, you know, to the mega star yet, but like, I feel like things like this are critical to make sure that we keep the freedom in comedy. Cause it's outrageous. It's silly. Right. It's fucking I, I, awesome. Like I, everything about it is preserving what comedy is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a free ground for everybody. To try like, new free- things, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's what I was going to get at with the whole Dave Chappelle thing is like he's keeping comedy strong. Like it's comedians like him that are like, no, like fuck that. Like if you don't like it, don't watch it. Don't listen to it. Don't, Simply. Don't, I like don't it. come to my show. Don't spend money to come to my show because it's the hottest ticket uh, when you're just going to complain about it. And it, it, it's, it's so true that it really just takes that one person to make a huge deal about it and then everyone to jump on that wagon. But I guess in a way, like for me, like 
honestly, the comedy that I've been choosing, choosing to do on stage is, is definitely inappropriate, but that's just my kind of humor. You know, mm. I'm a kind, you know, warm hearted person and I never go out to, to, you know, intentionally hurt anybody or offend anybody. And if, if I ever have, even with my account, like I, I'm, I'm open to feedback, but I'm also just trying to have fun. And at the same time, you know, it's nothing personal. And, and it's hard and, to please everyone too. It's impossible. Oh, you never will. You never will. You never will. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, just everything about what you're doing is so fucking original. I mean, anybody that hates it is a fucking, just a sour patch kid. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like, just like, don't fucking subscribe. All right. It's as simple as that. You don't have to fucking waste your time, waste fucking waste your time. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so like one of the things like I'm just again, I'm just trying to get this idea out there. I have so I'm so many ideas. And again, I, I didn't want this to be a, a long, a long term thing. I almost like wanted to be the first one also to tell a front to back love story on Instagram. And I think the whole story idea is like cool because, it, you know, it's almost like a comic book. Like you have all your little squares and your spaces. And if you mm. start at the beginning and you wanted to see the whole story, which I always encourage people to do on my Instagram. And, you know, it sucks because people's attention spans are garbage these days. You know, they yeah. don't want to watch anything over a minute. So to get them to actually go back, like, I don't know how many of my friends that follow me that I go, did you see my new post, my new video? Uh, and then they'll be like, oh, well, like I skipped a bit and kind of went through it. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> it's like, like I put a whole afternoon into like that post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you look at the algorithm, you look at the algorithms and like what people watch, you're like, ten percent. People watch ten percent of that minute video. Like that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it's tough. And like there, there's so much out there and, and things like that. But like I'm, I'm trying to do something different. And you know, it just it really makes me feel good when I hear that. I've heard many people say that my account is their favorite account on Instagram today. <laughs> nice. You know, that's that it's always feel uh, good. Yeah, yeah, it, it it does, and um, I again, it was just just something different that's not out there, and like, um, really, it's it's kind of a stepping stone to show what I can do in the comedy world, and to be, have people kind of start taking me seriously, so I can work on other projects. You know, I've I have had people show some interest in collaborating with me on a comedy level with sketches, um, and you know, I'd like to step away from Beef Kurt and start doing something else. So I actually do have something in the works. I'm not quite ready to talk about, but something I'm pretty excited about. Uh, and and it probably wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't because of this account that I decided to take the leap with. So nice. Yeah. Now with your uh, stand up, I know that whenever anyone's trying it themselves, they must have a couple favorites. Um, who who do you call your favorite comedians, or who do you look to? Dave Chappelle, who we we're just talking about, he's definitely up there. Um, one that I've been following for a long time is uh, Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah, he's my favorite. Um, yeah. Again, you you want to talk about uh, sensitivity? Uh, <laughs> he's got no boundaries for no. sure. And I love how his whole concept is uh, no such thing as too soon. And uh, if there's a world tragedy, he's the first person to make the joke. Um, but like, <laughs> learn like listening to his uh, the JRVP uh, podcast that they do. You man, you just know you just learn he he is a sweetheart. He's like he he's got this tough skin on the outside where he just acts like this badass and. Uh, he's always putting people down and he's so quick with his jokes and but at the same time he he's a good guy you can you can tell he is you know what I mean you can tell he's a real family man he's hanging out with his best friend on this podcast talking about his godchildren and stuff and so to see that side of him but then to see what he does when he's you know on stage you're just kind of blown away with with the jokes and you can really like put it into perspective it's like he just <laughs> wants to make people laugh and also push the envelope and he's oh, definitely a dude that does a majority special on dead baby jokes. I mean, yeah. you gotta yeah. be fucking good if you're going to do that. 
Mm-hmm. And, and his two yeah. his two specials on there are like sometimes when I come home or I'm just hanging out with people and we need something to put on, I'm I'm generally pushing pushing some Anthony Jeselnik. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I've watched his specials numerous times. I mean, it, it's fucking got replay value, which is tough in in stand up. I mean, a lot of the time people will play it once and that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you got that replay value, you know, like going back to like Richard Pryor, you know, and some of the originals, like it's like dude, that means you're making your fucking indent. Yeah, no, no, he's killing it for sure. How uh, how is the um comedy scene in up in Vancouver? That's I don't know if we had mentioned that yet. <clears throat> you're based out of Vancouver. What's the comedy scene like up there? Oh, uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Cause so when I decided to do it, it's kind of funny. I had a guy, one of my buddies, he kind of like really was pressuring me to go. I had all these jokes and he was like reading them, and he was like a good friend of mine. And we kind of made a bet actually before he left. He was. Uh, he was going to take off to England because uh, he was in, uh, he was married, actually. But he was living here and he was trying to figure that out. And he's like, dude, if you don't do stand-up before I leave, I'm going to be so pissed. He's like, how about we make a bet? If you don't go and do stand-up before I leave, I'm going to kick you in the dick as hard as I can. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well, I don't want to get kicked in the dick. And I do want to do comedy. So and it actually came down, came down to the week when he got his visa. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to go do comedy. And so I went up. I was scared shitless. Uh, but I got the first one out of the way. And I think like it's a it's a scary thing to go up and, and try to tell jokes. Anyone will tell you that it's one of the toughest things to do. And so, you know, I've done a few now. And by my fourth one I just did recently, I really like saw a huge difference. I've yet to bomb, which is good. Uh, it, it's coming. It'll happen. Uh, even <laughs> even the crazy. Again, a, a big one. One of my favorite comedians as well, Chris D'Elia. He's a, he's a huge. He's great. Yep. He's, I, I listen uh, to his we're, podcast. We're big fans. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I listened to his podcast as well. Uh, I, I met him back in the day when he first came out with the drunk girls joke and stuff like that. And I was like, man, this guy gives zero fucks. Um, <laughs> but he's even, you know, you hear stories about him bombing and, and whatnot. And so, you know, I, I went and one of the days I went, uh, I, I, I tried not to talk about my Instagram account again because I just wanted to see how I could like grow as me as a, as a comic and mm-hmm. sitting down at the table. Eventually it came out and people liked it. But I just noticed that, uh, you know, everyone so far in Vancouver that I met just seems to be focused on their own, own, own shit. Um, I feel like, you know, from stories I hear about like, you know, LA and San Francisco and, uh, you know, Portland and things, all the, uh, you know, the comics out that way is they seem to want to get everyone to be the best comic they can be. I mean, I'm sure there's no, there's circles that exist that, you know, aren't so supportive, but what I've gotten here so far is it just seems like everyone's just up to go get their time and mm-hmm. then take off. Um, you, you'll go to a, a set and I've heard about this at other places that you get pushed up. So you could show up first or second or third, have your name down, but then a bunch of other comedians come through that are a little bit more experienced than you and they get, they get, you know, pushed yeah, more priority. Into you get pushed. Yeah. Yeah. So they get to practice their jokes. And then by the time you go on, you know, your friends are like, Oh shit, I can't stay. I got to go to work or, you know, yeah. uh, or I have to like, you know, work <laughs> early in the morning or, uh, you know, the other comics don't stick around to hear you and you're kind of like, oh man, I wish you would have heard my set. Maybe you could give me some advice. Right. And I've yet, I've yet to see that, which is interesting because mm-hmm. I know, you know, the type of person I am, you know, if I was, if I'm doing anything well in life or, you know, if people are asking me advice on Instagram, I'm, I want to give them a hand and help them out and see, you know, show them what I know, but uh haven't seen that yet. So hmm. I mean, hopefully, hopefully that changes. Mm. Well, it's, it's good that you can actually like walk in and get up and get on stage though. That's, uh, I I mean, I I haven't done it yet. It's something I've been saying I've wanted to do out here in San Francisco Mm -hmm. and I'm on a couple of the like Facebook pages that post for that kind of thing. And it seems so packed. Like it immediately just fills up, which might be part of like pushing through that noise is probably half the battle along with like actually performing your set. 
Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I feel like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on one of those sites, the same same kind of site for Vancouver. And that's kind of how I got my start and, and, and looked out that way uh, to, to, to get my spots. Um, it, it, and again, I, I do kind of see the same comics showing up to the same same sets over and over again. Um, they're just getting their practice in. I mean, one thing you can learn from a lot of comics, let's go back to Anthony Jeselnik, is he talks about doing five sets a night. Plus, sometimes he'll do two in one night. And it's it's just about doing those jokes as many times as you can before you either chuck them out or or perfect them, you know? Mm. And so I kind of get that. And, like, I think that's why some people are just get in and get out. Um, oh, they're, yeah. Because they're like, they have shit to do, too. They're, they're either starving artists or, you know, they got other jobs and they're just trying to see how that th- this thing goes or... You know, or they're trying to like, you know, get there as fast as possible. The more practice, the, the, the better, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Those five sets tonight, man, you got a boogie. If you're going to, you're going to get up and get yeah. out of there. You got to yeah, exactly. fucking move around. I wish like we both, I mean, I think me and you both live in areas, Jesse, where it's like, it's very sparse that stand up. Well, so it's, it's not like I mean, we I, could I, bang I, out fucking multiples a night. I'm no, sorry. there's there's like two because I'm technically I'm in San Jose, which is south of San Francisco. Up in San Francisco itself, there's a oh, lot yeah, going on. A lot, yeah. Um, oh, I'm sure, but, I'm sure. But it'd be a matter yeah, of actually. You guys going. ever gone to Clusterfest? I did. I actually went, went to uh, this past year. I, I caught oh, awesome. the last day of it, and it, it was cool. I got to see a lot of like local comedians and stuff. Um, some mm-hmm. bigger ones like Tig Notaro for a little bit. Awesome, huh? yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. I, I think I heard her on uh, another podcast. I listened to uh, Conan Needs a Friend. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was really funny on there. I didn't really know much about her, but after I heard her, it's funny how you listen to people on podcasts and you're like, I got to find out who this person is. So yeah. I looked into her after that. Oh, but yeah. Hopefully that's, that's what all our listeners will be doing after this sh- episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully send them my way, man. I got to get that 10K so I can swipe up. Oh, yep. dude, you want to. Yeah. You'll get there like us one day. Don't worry. Pretty soon, I'm sure. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. gotta wait out our ban on Instagram. Currently. Oh, dude, yeah, we're banned right now. I yeah, mean, you are really. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. we're banned. We got a yeah. weak yeah. ban on it right now for being we, for being dirty. We got rowdy. Really? We get yeah. too rowdy sometimes, and I mean, uh, Insta doesn't appreciate it. I, I mean, pull the rain. Was it over? Yeah. Was, was it over a story or a post? Uh, no post or anything like that. Just the way that we kind of operate on it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, we, we all like, right let's do a little inside baseball yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so we like to u- we used to use um an app you know just to keep track of who was following us that kind of thing so yeah. that, like, people that are following game, yeah it really like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. instagram got mad at us recently like i guess a, probably three weeks ago the app stopped working and we were like uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah the storms are coming and uh finally the it, they stopped like letting us like photos and it just said there's this action has been blocked um which sometimes happens if you unfollow too many people at once yeah and uh f- finally for like three days it wouldn't, wouldn't let us like anything it was, everything was blocked and we got a message saying like you are temporarily banned from liking or doing anything until like the 29th. So anyone on Instagram, we're not liking your shit until the 29th of September because we are uh, currently banned on it. And it affected my personal uh, profile too, which kind of, really? yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 I I've gotten that before. Like now that, now that you say it, like I've, cause I use an app as well, but like, it's kind of like, I have friends that have accounts in the hundred thousands and, um, 
that's like always their advice though. It's like, how do you get followers right off the bat? And people are like, I've heard people say like, don't follow and follow that's dirty or whatever. It's like, but how do you get people into your world? If you're not, that's, handing out, if you're not handing yeah. out flyers, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the spark, that's it. dude. That's, it that's right the there. spark. That's the secret. Like it's that, the dirty little secret of the industry. You have to get that initial, you know, once you get past, once you get your K mark, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I'm going towards. And like, you know, a big one for me is, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you another little story. Uh, when the, uh, Instagram account kind of started, you know, it was, gr- it grew pretty quick, like to the first 3000. And then, you know, it, it has its areas where you're just kind of like, Oh, I can't, I can't jump that 3,500 or, you know what I mean? Like certain mm-hmm. numbers just seem to be tougher to get around in. Yeah. Uh, so what happened was, uh, I, so like I said before, I'm a server. So sometimes I will take opportunities to talk about the account. Uh, if I, I, I know my audience, like if I know I can, you know, be more vulgar at a table, I'm that type of server because yep. I'm trying to uh, appeal to my audience. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell dirty jokes. I'll tell whatever. Mm-hmm. If I, if I hear, hear a kid <laughs> say fuck, I'm going to say fuck. Here's your fucking chicken wings. I want to pop it off. <laughs> yep. it, it makes them more, it makes people more comfortable though. And they have a mm-hmm. different experience. So right. sometimes I've grown up the courage to, you know, talk to people. Uh, I had this one situation. There's a, a, a Canadian based rapper. He's getting quite big right now. His name's Mercules. And, um, he, um, you know, he's up there in the, in the following range. And he basically came in with his parents, uh, having a private term. Like he, he's got like, uh, bouncers around him now, security. Like he's, he just, you know, and I recognized him from back in the day. Cause, uh, you know, I just remember seeing him. And then one time he was on shade 45 radio station and this guy, you know, he killed it. And I just remember being like, man, I just thought you were another one of those white rappers from, uh, you know, from Surrey and uh, now you're killing it. You're blowing up. I'm like, I'm kind of, pr- I'm really proud of you. And I said this stuff to him. I'm, t- I'm telling him the stuff at the table and he comes in with his parents and I see him on Instagram and I'm like, Hey dude, you want to see something funny I'm working on? And so again, he's there <laughs> with his parents and his girlfriend and, <laughs> and I just, I build up the courage and I just go, Hey dude, check out this, uh, check out this Instagram account. And I go and I walk away for a second. I'm making the drinks for him and I'm like peeking over to see like what his reaction is. And he's just, He's just giggling like crazy over there at the table. And so I go back and he's like, dude, this is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Like, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And so the next day, uh, he's like, send me a message. I'm going to shout you out on my account. At this point, he's got like 300,000 plus followers. um, And he gives me a shout out. And boom, my account starts growing and growing and growing. Wow. He gets one of his rapper friends who has a similar amount of followers, this guy called Lil Windex. And uh, <laughs> he starts following me, and then that goes up, up, and up. And, uh, and yeah, he's so, so like, clean. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so clean. So clean. I think his his thing is he's cleaning up the game. Ah, there you <laughs> go, yeah. dude. Um, so and and that grew, and he, you know, he's into sketch comedy, and they're all they're they all got their little their their things with their Instagram accounts. But I basically took on a lot of their you know their followers at that point, and when it started growing, and I remember sitting there just going like, holy shit. Like, is this what fam- this is what it means to be famous when you're just looking at your phone and your account's just like constantly going? Up. But yeah, yeah. So I had I had that 15, 15 minutes of fame there. Uh, oh, which wow. is, it was nonstop. It is written, the meek shall inherit the earth, but not on my watch. I am King Asylus. I wasn't born to be a king, but America needed something democracy could no longer give her. And so, like a chess master, I made my moves with anticipation and bravado. 
This is not just my story, nor simply about my rise to power. This is a story about our world and the monsters that control governments. What happens when the monsters cannot control me? The Rise of King Silas. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Visit theriseofkingasilas.com. This episode is brought to you in part by Hemp-CBD.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States lab tested and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THG. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. And then after that, it kind of, you know, I had a lot of opportunities with collaborations. If you watched one of my recent videos called Beef Gets Grilled, um, I basically take her to get sized up for grills. And how that <laughs> came about was because of somebody who followed me through that big shout out. And oh, nice. uh, shout out to my boy, Redneck Rabbi, Rabbi, sorry, Redneck Rabbi, said the name wrong, boom. <laughs> Friends off now. Um, oh. He basically, um, he, he does grills for a company called Gold Teeth Canada. And after he saw my account, I made the joke. I'm like, why don't we get beef some grills, y'all? And he's kind of like, yeah, dude, let's do it. And so it kind of uh, contributed to a collaboration. And that was one of my first big ones to get somebody in a video with me to kind of, you know, branch that off. And basically, we got a part two coming out that's going to be a game changer for the account. And it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of brought other people to want to come into the world and kind of, you know, you know be part of it uh, and collab. So... <laughs> well, that's good. That, I'm really looking forward to seeing like what the future holds for, for beef and Kurt, especially in terms of all these collaborations as you make these connections. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just trying to, I want every post to get better. I mean, that's like one thing for me, like I, I'm trying to improve and do something funnier or something crazier at every post. Um, have you guys seen my most recent post for the teaser that we did? I believe I did. What, what was it? Remind me. So <laughs> I'm eating tacos and I'm just eating tacos and I'm eating tacos yep. and then all of a sudden it gets dark at the end. Did you, did you watch that video? I did, so, I did see that one. Okay. So it's a, it's a confusing um, trailer that keeps people curious, but uh, basically we just did something a little bit more on the wild side and you'll, you'll see when it comes out, but um, you know, we used a better camera this time and uh, I wanted it to kind of look like a movie. Um, and so we basically made a short film oh, and nice. that's the teaser, teaser for it. And uh, it's called heart attackeria. Uh, because, because asked, uh, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get it when you see it. I don't want to okay. say too. Uh, I like the idea to keep people in suspense. But when is that one coming out? Probably next week. Okay. Um, it's, 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 it's all filmed. I just wanted to do a, a quick teaser and, uh, all right. Uh, so one of the, 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 you know, I have people help me with this account again, not going to name names just to keep them, uh, you know, keep their, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case they have a future job coming up and 
what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody needs to be fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. attached you to know, a pocket pussy. I was gonna say uh, though, these days, like literally, <laughs> who doesn't have something the equivalent of pocket pussy videos on the yeah. internet? It's, and I th- yeah, I Google think it's more frowned. <laughs> it's just I'm gonna go out on a stretch and say a few people. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. This podcast has like put us in some pretty peculiar positions. I feel like we're still in a little bit of a spectrum there that's <laughs> unique. I mean, I don't think everybody out there is fucking talking about dicks weekly and whatnot. You know, they can go listen to our sex therapy episode if they want to yeah. see if they agree with Matt or not. Yeah, available <laughs> for a prescription. Uh, yeah, we are doing sex uh, therapy now. No, no, I was talking about the one we had. On. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I thought we were going into a new idea right away. But Damn, do, but do that too. Do that there too. I, th- I thought about doing a segment called uh, Pillow Talk with Beef and Kurt, where like we just do uh, once in a while go live and like ask, a- answer relationship questions oh, for people. Dude. <laughs> I thought that'd be pretty funny. That would be Especially, good, actually. That would be really yeah, good. Yeah, uh, it, it's still it's still potentially possible. Now, do you translate for beef? Is that how that works in that kind of scenario? So as of right now, if you've noticed, if you go back to the earlier video of when she first starts talking, uh, so it's Car- it's sorry, it's uh, Kenny's voice from South Park. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. And so what I try to do, because somebody actually brought this up. They're like, oh, you should have subtitles for beef. I'm like, if, if it's necessary, but uh, I generally answer her questions or respond to her with what she just said. So I try to make it obvious. Like, uh, I, don't think yeah. you're, I don't think you're ever that confused as to what is going on. Because I'm just like, I'll be like, I'll be like, do you know what I'm thinking? Oh, you do know what I'm thinking. Okay. Like it gives context. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not trying to confuse anybody. So, you know, if there needed to be subtitles, I think I would, but I think the way I've got it going where it's just a, a muffled voice that sounds like that. And then sometimes, uh, you know, we'll make our own voices if we have to, just because, um, it doesn't, we didn't have that Cartman sound or the South park, uh, you know, Kenny sound bite to make it sound like that. I also don't want to get in trouble from them. If one day right. they see it and they're like, you're still in the voice. So <laughs> I think we'll, we'll, you know, we'll keep the same sort of voice, but we might kind of transition it into something a bit different, you know, got to have like a, a guest voice at some point in time, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> beef, beef gets, uh, gets her voice back. <laughs> yeah. That would, that'd be really funny actually. Yeah. There, there's, there's, there's lots of opportunity here. <laughs> Well, it's great. I, I mean, you're coming out with all this hilarious stuff. I hope everyone that listened to this episode goes out and follows Beef Kurt in Love. B, it's B-E-E-F-K-I-R-T-I-N-L-O-V-E. And yeah, that's on that's pretty much everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think my YouTube is like Beef Kurt, one word, and then in love. Um, again, I'm, I, all, the, all those other platforms basically is sharing the same content. I'm just kind of sticking it there to like so it exists. And try to build it. I mean, again, Twitter, I kind of haven't figured that all out yet, but uh, I was I just kind of try to relive the story till it caught up. Uh, but it, it, you know, Instagram seems to be the one I'm, I'm the best at, the, uh, at growing. And so it's a, it's a good platform for that kind mm. of thing, especially short form videos. If you go that route with it, those, and I can't are. imagine if I'm sharing videos that, you know, are over a minute on YouTube and people aren't going to watch them. I mean, I just feel like that is just like the perfect amount of time. Uh, that I can say that this short film version that we just did is about two and a half minutes. I hope people watch the whole thing. Excuse me. Um, but, you know, they probably won't. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it's, it's good to know where to post it so at least your efforts aren't going unnoticed. Right. And then, again, like this next project I have coming out is something I'd like to bring everybody into my world with. Um, like, all basically, this this idea was always a stepping stone, like I said, to try to get people – 
to, to, to find a way that I could do something different that would get people looking at me and be like, whoa, this guy's funny. Like he's look what he's doing with a pocket pussy. Imagine what he could do with anything else. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so the idea was that I, I, I'm, I'm creating a sketch comedy crew right now and we're going to start releasing sketch comedy videos and you'll, you'll know when it's there because I'm going to share the crap out of it through beef Kurt. But, um, you know, I, I want something that's, you know, unfortunately because it is a PG 13 world we live in right now, I do need to create some content that can be more versatile and kind of go wherever. Um, you know, if I'm known as the guy who was started the pussy pocket account, the pussy pocket guy, whatever you want to call me, <laughs> I want everyone to know the pussy pocket guy is, you know, <laughs> able to create other things too. Yeah. It's good yeah. to be multifaceted in that way. But uh, one, one, one of the stories I wanted to share just cause uh, it was, it was a big, big deal for me is um, I don't know if you guys know Seth Rogen follows me. Ooh, really? Yeah. Nice. So Very one nice. of the, the biggest, biggest follow I got was Seth Rogen by far. Um, and I thought this was interesting cause uh, we, you know, the just for laughs festival, you guys got yes. that out there, right? Yep. So we had it here and basically if I could, if I could say I want to be anybody when I grow up, I'm growing up, I guess, but <laughs> it would be uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen, you know, is, is the dream as far as like a content creator. And he's just absolutely killing it right now. And I can't say one thing that he's ever made that I haven't been a fan of. Right. If you guys are watching the boys right now, uh, you absolutely should. Cause this show is fucking wild. Um, Hmm. But basically, uh, he came to, uh, to Just for Laughs with uh, his writing partner, um, Evan Goldberg. And, um, you know, uh, he, I got to go up and ask him a question. And it was basically just hanging out. He had a bunch of mics placed everywhere. And he just talked about what's going on in his life. We got to see some behind the scenes. But one of the things that stuck out to me was he's like, somebody, you know, did that age old question. Like, do you have any uh, advice for someone who wants to do what you're doing? Uh, yeah. And then he's like, make shit finish the shit and then move on to something else. He's like, there's too many people that are just like starting stuff and not finishing it. And he's like, and make, you know, even if it's not good, just make your next thing better. And he's like, and trust me, if it's good, he's like, we will find you. He's like, we'll, we will come out. We'll find you because there's not a lot of good shit out there. And there's not a lot of good original shit. And honestly, two months after that, I made my first video, which is uh, vapes versus joints. Where <laughs> I, yeah, I remember beef, that one. <laughs> where beef basically calls me uh, a pussy uh, for smoking vapes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at you, you fucking pussy. She's calling you a pussy right now. It was a mental thing. Yeah, it was like, he said vape, and I was like, I got a vape now. Oh, there she is. Hey, I was wondering if we'd get an appearance. She, or not. she just wanted to come out and call you a pussy. And, uh, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> fucking God, dude. She's <laughs> fucking relentless. Yeah. So, anyway, after that, he, um, I shouted out his weed, and then, because he's got his own weed company, and um, he basically, and he gave me a follow, and he, and he liked a post that I posted for him. So, I was wow. like, holy shit, man. That, like, uh, that day was a huge fucking milestone for me. And just as my account gets bigger and bigger, I'm getting, you know, more, more certified checkmark accounts coming my way. And, um, uh, just, just people that I, I could reach out to. And eventually, you know, the idea is that, you know, Seth Rogen, he sees my messages, he's there, you know, he's fucking doing a million things right now. that are so much more important than Instagram. But I think the idea that if I'm, if I create something so worthy and so good that one day I will just send it to him, He'll see it and then, you know, who knows? But I think that's the, I think that's the beauty of these platforms is that you can have people at your fingertips that are like, you know, 
that are doing a lot and, and, and have come a long way that didn't have those things. But you know, you, you, maybe you just got missed. Maybe you were doing something amazing that nobody saw, but like, because of these platforms, they're everywhere. And like, I have such a different demographic, all sorts of different types of people from musicians to comedians to, you know, just everyday, you know, people. Um, and so that's kind of spreading in that way. And we all have, you know, similar personalities and sense of humor is in, in, you know, dirty minds going on that we maybe don't want to talk about in real life as much, but I can be their guilty pleasure when they go home and they can go giggle at my, my Instagram <laughs> account. But I think that was one of the big ones for me. Um, and I'm hoping that one day I do create something that's worthy and, you know, I can send his way and he sees it or, you know, you, you just never know. It's cool to be on, on someone like that's radar, especially when they're like an influence to you. It's like, Oh yeah. shit. They like, they like the, what I create. That's, that's that's a hell of a fucking feather in the cap. Right. And and Instagram is just a game and sometimes you just need you do need to take those chances like who, do, who what are the odds at that time he was online to see the thing I posted. And like again another one of the most recent ones is uh Anthony Jeselnik has a co-host on his podcast named Erica Tamposi and I listen to that account a lot. Um and you know she was just about to hit the 10,000 follower mark. So I decided to shout her out and be like, "Yo, let's get Erica to 10,000. She's on my favorite podcast." She sees it and she goes, what's a beef, Kurt? And I, I send her a message and I explain it to her. And she's like, that's very, very funny. And I'm like, you know what would be even funnier is if you uh, shared, shared my account on, your, on the podcast during Erica's Corner. or uh, I think they have a, a thing called Suggestion Station or something or Suggestion. They okay. do something where they suggest things. So I'm like, and she's like, I'll keep you in mind. I mean, the fact that that, that may happen, who knows? But wow. you know, it's, it's just about keep doing that and keep putting yourself out there until something does. Well, you got the right mentality. I mean, that's, yeah. and, and you're making fucking waves. That's for sure. You, you yeah. and v Vaginessa over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, th thanks again, man. And where can, let's, uh, let's run the socials again. Where can everyone find you? Uh, so, uh, on Facebook, I guess you just search beef, beef and Kurt. Uh, everything is kind of in that same category, Twitter slash beef Kurt, um, obviously Instagram is the big one at beef curtain love, uh, YouTube beef curtain love as well. Just kind of, you know, if you go into my Instagram world, you can kind of see all of those, uh, all those links anyway. Uh, so that's, that's probably the best place to start. Shoot me a follow. If anyone out there is looking to collaborate and do some funny shit, I'm always down. Uh, nice. keep, keep an eye out for some of my next projects. Might be some stuff people want to uh, collaborate with as well, but, uh, this is just the beginning. So nice we'll have to have you back on as you as you put out more content here yeah absolutely um you know I, again because i thought because I, I wanted this account to kind of be like the rise and fall i think you're, you're going to see some more drama going into the relationship some more ridiculousness uh but you know that's the kind of stuff that people want so uh a honeymoon stage is maybe coming to an end and you guys can look out for that but uh once once it starts to really fall definitely you guys come in <laughs> come, 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 come back and explain to you guys what's going on in the world. <laughs> that, that's good. Awesome. Jesse Nelson, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on, man. And uh, thank you everybody for tuning in at home. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. Yeah. I'm mapping America. America. I'm psyching America. America. We're talking America. America. We're blazing America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. 
Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck it savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We choking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.